Welcome to the Marketing Experience Podcast from Brenda. Thank you for tuning in and making your decision to grow online. This is a weekly show where we talk all things in relation to marketing. And now, here's your host, Avast Zumak. Hello and welcome back to the Marketing Experience Podcast from Brenda. This is Avast Zumak and you are listening to the Marketing Experience Podcast. As a matter of fact, we did some changes uh, starting from today. Apparently, we're we're calling the show the Dicto Marketing Experience uh, because we've really came into realization that uh, whenever we say the marketing experience, really people get confused. Okay, so they think maybe we're more we're doing the different. sorts of marketing let's say like uh like the door-to-door stuff the guerrilla marketing stuff which we rarely talk about on this podcast so we decided to shift from the marketing experience podcast to the digital marketing experience podcast because that's like the umbrella for even the foundation for this specific podcast under which it was basically developed so welcome so much for those of you that are listening for your very first time this is a weekly show where we talk about challenges failures lessons thoughts like so many things that are that happen within the marketing world and um, this podcast is uh, uh, more of a skeleton it's a root okay it's a branch of branda which is like the whole <coughs> and uh, just run you through a planning for any time in the future to make branda more of a media production brand okay basically video and audio because that's where the future is headed video and audio content so that's more of a bite but then an insider for what what will be happening in the future so we usually release um shows within the marketing world we've managed so far to release uh, like 25 episodes okay and um this would this will be our 26th episode of the marketing experience podcast and um just run you through of what we'll be covering in today's episode we'll be discussing um the newest appearance that we have for this for this specific podcast which is the logo try running you through uh, the main inspiration behind that uh, together with the different elements used and why we decided to take that route um we also talk about the chronological order from Instagram and how that is perceived and that how it's geared to help the different creators. I will talk about um, Twitter. So for those of you that are using Twitter mainly for business related activities or just networking connections and so on, you need to be need to listen to this specific episode. We'll also talk about um, the newest update youtube re- rolled out to creators within the streaming section so don't miss that out um also look at uh twitter spaces 
what's really going to happen soon we'll have an in-depth dive into the automated ads mainly um personal point of views from my side what i feel about automated campaigns also talk about content creation a revised route that you can take an approach that's really most appropriate then also look into why you should stop attracting looking even honing in for cheap clients um also have a look into also discuss about um monitoring your objectives for your campaigns how you can go by that okay and then also talk about sophisticated sophisticated tools to measure your efforts the digital marketing efforts whether that's whether that's the website how it's performing whether that's through social media and so on also have a look and also talk about tiktok okay which will be like our final area so from that summary alone you what you realize or what you've come into consideration is that this specific episode is going to be very long okay it's going to be it's going to be an in-depth show since it's our second episode in 2022 so it's going to be very long but then it's going to contain all that information so in case you follow in the in those categories please first of all consider liking this sorry consider following us okay subscribe to this podcast and yeah give us a five star rating we'd love that share this specific this specific episode with your colleagues and within the podcast notes okay um there is a link where you can send a voice note in regards to what you found interesting and appealing to this show. So at every bit that you feel that is really appealing, note it not somewhere down and then record a voice note after you listen to this specific show. Because by then you'll have more insight, you'll have more uh, clarification over what to share with us. All right. And um Lastly, enjoy, like, and uh, as always, have a second device on you, whether that's your computer or that is a phone, but it would be make sense having two articles, having your computer and having your phone, because by then you are testing from the desktop side, as well as from the mobile side, which is really nice. So um, let's begin. So as I had told you, we had initially changed we did some changes towards um, this specific podcast, which were, were number one mainly. We had a new logo for our specific uh, show, which is the Branda logo. Um, for those of you that follow me via WhatsApp, you saw this on um, my status and some my my recent posts. Apparently, I didn't make make it rounds and as as such but then it was updated on the on the anchor platform where this specific podcast is hosted on very soon we'll be having our very own website it's still in two it's still in that test so it's still in the creation mode but it will be out anytime soon nonetheless so the inspiration for the changing of this specific episode. We're centered around trying out new things, okay? 
we wanted to test based on what we've been having in the past because our recent logo was mainly the power of a font style which we which we used for those of you that saw that you know what what we're trying to refer to and uh, we used that specific logo for about six months okay and from today onwards this specific show no longer see that logo anywhere and only will be seeing it on the previous episodes because it has been attached to the previous episodes within the cover ads and so on and so forth so just to run you through how this specific logo has been designed number one um we used mainly three elements okay which includes the background which is black uh why why black well because black is more of a calming color it commands respect it commands attention so that's why we chose black and uh we mixed it with white okay so for those of you that know the psychology the color psychology you understand how white and black really obey each other so we added a black fill then we mixed it with a white touch okay so the white touch is mainly the headphone side okay which is you know designed in white then we intermix that with an orange fill okay which is included within the microphone and some bit of the brand award so that is more of like an essence for this specific change for our specific episode sorry the specific logo and uh, the brand award for this time round it's in the prompt bold okay it's in the prompt bold font style prompt family for those of you who know what i'm referring to when i say font font styles and uh, the reason is very simple um when you look at uh, the redale media branding the branding side it's within it's using the prompt style like basically choosing the prompt 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 bold medium and light so we tried following the same pattern and on the get go yeah for me personally i like this new feel and uh even we even did the same thing for uh for our cover at which i believe you've, you've seen and how appealing they look so share with me what you think about those specific those specific cover arts and the changes at large and by the way share your ratings with us okay it would be really lovely so moving on that was more of like um a nice breaking point i wanted to include that in this way not surprised in case you no longer see um our handsome logo that has been used in the past so um Twitter they started testing out and uh, anytime by the way don't be surprised when you see this feature being publicly out okay and um, this is not the first time we're seeing um, such features being rolled out okay so this this is more of a DM research keyword tool okay so we know to give you a clear perspective the way you would normally do your searches organic searches on twitter 
basically through the search button. You're having the same experience within the DMs, the direct messages, that you just search any keyword, not necessarily, not necessarily a handle, but just let's say a Jordan. Then your DM feature, you, sorry, your DM section will pull all conversations that contain the keyword Jordan. Okay, I mean we've, we've been seeing we've been seeing something similar in the past, but then this is more of like an advancement to make it very quick and easy to scroll through your content and have a look at the conversations that you had. Right now, this is only limited to the iOS users, but Twitter made it public that it will soon be out on the Android together with the desktop site. Um, this is this this move was mainly designed was mainly put into consideration to help conversations move fast. Okay, that's why I said for those of, for those that mainly use Twitter for business related activities, personally I use Twitter for connection building. Okay, mainly building and connecting with different people. I do most of my business related activities within the email marketing channels and my LinkedIn profile. So don't be surprised. Um, moving on, Facebook added a teaser option to the Facebook Creator Studio. So for those of you who don't, who don't know, the Facebook Creator Studio is mainly um, an all-in-one build tool. So it's a tool where you can have a look at in-depth analytics for both Instagram and Facebook but it's more of 90% in Facebook sorry then can schedule posts in advance then you can track them still it applies on Instagram um, in fact for those of you that are always curious that you don't want to use that third party programs or tools to schedule out content from Facebook and Instagram, you can check it out and see how best you can utilize it to your quarest. Okay, so Facebook added an alter an option, and it's being released out that uh, whenever you're pushing out stories, mainly video-related stories, you have an option to add a teaser in between that video for about 20 seconds. So you're spanning out 20 seconds out of that whole video, and then. It's, it's going to be more of what will be playing before people watch your whole video. So you're having an alternative, you're having an option to give people a reason to click your stories and watch them. Um, the only caveat that all the main downside is you can't really edit. You can't really edit it out. So the only option you have is to just resize and look for that 20 second window which you'd like people to focus on as before they are going to watch your whole story. So, dear creators, now we know more of an alternative. I should, uh, I should um, give this. I should, sorry, I should. The approach behind this would be more of this is centered around being uh, the thumbnail alternative that we that we've been having. Okay, the thumbnail alternative for that for videos generally, but then we're having thumbnails, moving thumbnails for videos on stories. As you know, as you've really known, as and as you've been focusing in the past and seeing how Facebook has been embracing stories, you know it's 
it has hidden agendas and uh, it's, it's, it has proven to be a worthwhile investment. So have a look at it, okay? Because it's going to be it's going to become even a potential. It's going to become something that's really worthwhile. Um, so have a look at that. Test it out, okay? Pull, push out some stories and then span in between a twenty-six sorry a twenty-second window. Then push it out, okay? Then you're going to see how fast and effective it is. But as I've said, in order to do this best, you're going to have to do it from the Facebook Creator Studio. Okay? Just simply search Facebook Creator Studio. You'll be able to see it is begin with the with business, okay? The business.facebook.creator.com. So if I've messed up the whole URL, but um that's how you can find it. And once you do, you'll be in position to have a look at even the recent changes that Facebook Creator Studio has been making. I've been using Facebook Creator Studio ever since I joined the digital marketing space and I just continue to love it each and every day because it's simple to integrate and work with though it's missing out some features in regards to the Instagram. In regards to Instagram, basically you can't push out um, reels somehow limitive. Though it gives you like as more of it gives you like a forty percent of what you should, what you normally need on Instagram, then you have to head over to the Instagram app to have the sixty percent. So have a look at it. Um, moving on, Instagram over the over the next weeks as a, as the as we're talking as of this initial episode instagram will be releasing out a chronological order whereby you can choose in between um accounts that you follow um favorites together with the home so let me explain so content wise instagram is trying to weed out as much as it can um the spammy side okay based on how the algorithm has been working. So we've been usually finding it hard to relate to some of the posts that have been coming into our feeds because we've only had one option that Instagram has been pushing at our disposal, which is to only see content from the home feed. But now Instagram made a change. And this was in Adam Moseri's post that he made with a video more which is which was the real where he said that in order for you to have a look at let's say what your friends friends that you follow have posted out you can switch and see what's happening whether you missed it out whether you want to see what's happening in real time you tap on the home whether you want to see what's really happening anywhere else so you have you're having uh, three alternatives having three buttons to choose from and um, th that is set at all that is geared towards um, giving you a more feel okay giving you more control in regards to the content you consume um this is the third time guys me talking about you looking out on TikTok okay 
and I said it clearly, even the last episode, even the previous episode, that every feature you're seeing on TikTok is going to be somehow adapted to TikTok Instagram. I mean, I didn't, I, I wasn't expecting Instagram to embrace the whole feature to the platform in this way, but I feel it's somehow creative. Now, for those of you who don't understand what I'm talking to, I'm talking about the home and the for you page. That's mainly within, sorry, the following, if, I, if, I, if I'm getting that right, together with the for you page that's on TikTok. Okay, and you usually see how whether when you just switch, okay, and then you switch back, switch and switch back. So Instagram is embracing the same thing that now you'll be in position to choose have a look maybe okay let me have a look at the people that i follow and see how it's rolling from their side or just have a look at the home content on one move on so this is in the test mode it will soon be out everyone will be in position to have a look at what instagram is trying to cook and um yeah, with time we'll get used to it. So this option will be up where stories are usually held. Okay, the Instagram stories happen are happening. You're having that drop-down feel. You tap on the drop-down and then you choose home. Okay. Or you choose um favorites. Okay. Or you just basically choose home. Okay. So you're having favorites, following, or home. So you're having those three options that you can choose from. I mean, I would like to hear from you guys. What do you think about this embrace? Are you willing to jump on this trend and see? Or if not, what do you think? And what's the next thing that you're going to see on Instagram? As I've said, I've given you a hint. Go on TikTok and have a look at all trending features literally everything that you see that's trending on tiktok i can guarantee it's going to happen on instagram at one point thank you um moving on very soon like literally very 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 soon twitter will start releasing out the tweet discovery option okay and um why have i laid down my voice it's because this is more of like let me try come on let me try rephrasing it again very soon we'll be seeing a tweet discovery option within twitter for basically topics that you're interested in now in the past, literally every time, whenever you're using your Twitter application, Twitter mobile, you displayed options to choose from, okay, topics that you would want to see, basically. So you're just picking them, and then they'll be intermixed with the content that you're seeing at your disposal. Alright? So, Twitter what decided, what Twitter decided to do is that instead of you just selecting those options and then they they are disappearing that now once you select you can as well pin them at the top more of how 
pin twitter lists work okay so for those of you who don't know what pin twitter lists are i advise you to check out episode 5 for the marketing experience not the digital marketing experience we're in a new era so you're having that same feel let's say you're interested into the blockchain let's say you're interested into facebook ads let's say interested into twitter space and what happens is you're seeing content in relation to that area so literally you're in a space where you need to spend most of your time in the right market so for those of you who are always looking for ways to pitch where to find clients now you know and you have a clue from where to spend the most of your time and um I believe most people are going to embrace this and are going to find it high of high, of high value whereby some will never even take action which I'm used to which I'm used to and I don't be, I don't blame anyone at all okay because we're, we're all not meant to do the right thing sorry to, I'm sorry to sound rude but that's just the facts so we're seeing the same feel, we're seeing the same things that are being embraced, okay? I mean, this is more of, in fact, it resonates to what TikTok aired out already, whereby you can choose from what to view, how you, you can curate the, your own content that you would like to be part of, you'd like to see communities that you want to join and so on and so forth. And um, whenever you're choosing uh, these tabs, whenever you're choosing the conversations or the communities that you want to be part of, I can guarantee one thing, that those will be intermixed even in the Twitter spaces that you're more likely to join. Okay, as you know that every now we all have the, tweet, the Twitter spaces option. So you'll have that option where you can click and read more. Okay, or okay, click and have a look at the audio content and so on. Very simple and direct. So any Twitter content creator or any person that uses Twitter a lot, apparently I want to give out a huge shout out to Fitbit. Um, for those, for those of you that have been listening, you know my stand with Fitbit. Apparently, these guys go in-depth with Twitter like to the chorus, okay? So, they're trying to embrace everything. I mean, you can by the way go check out the profile at Fitbit from Twitter. You can just literally search out, then you'll be in position to see Fitbit and have a look at the amazing profile, okay? Like at least a redial media personnel, I were having a strong layer that we've built and added on the Fitbit brand. We're really honored to be part of that. Um, moving on, we're saying goodbye. Like literally, we're saying goodbye to the old and boring thanks default message that YouTube adds after you doing a special thanks. Now, let me explain. A special thanks is, should I say a donation? Should I say a fundraising? Okay, so for those of you that are familiar with uh, projects like buy me a cup of coffee, buy me a cup of coffee, go find me and so on and so forth. Anyways, 
this is um, a live stream donation okay like yeah live stream donation whereby viewers can tip their creators very simple and i talked about this from the clubhouse which is to me stands out very easy to integrate and so on and so forth it's by far the easiest if all platforms could embrace that very simple and direct you should go check out episode 7 of the marketing experience not the digital marketing experience so youtube is letting you add your own custom message because by default you had that message which i've talked about and in case you need me to repeat it well then i'm going to because that's the main essence for this specific episode which was basically thanks so now you can add your own custom message let's say um thanks avast i'm really enjoying this then you tip me later let's say 40 dollars because you're having a limit for about 50 dollars that you can tip makes sense so you can now add that custom message and um to me i feel the more we have custom we have the option to provide custom messages having the option to spread awareness and the love like we have that we have that potential that ability to add even the extra care of love to our dear creators right so apparently um i've been in like three streams this past week where i've seen this happening okay but now it's going to be even mild because people are always embracing it and this goes to mainly live streamers people who have dedicated audience okay i remember being rough one time back when i said certain features despite how good they are despite how hope they are they won't work out for anyone everyone sorry won't work out for anyone. so aside from that we're having the custom feel that not only you can tip your amazing creator who is in the stream mode, but then you can add your own message. Very simple and direct. So burning out the default, boring, thank you that YouTube adds for you by default, which you wouldn't in the past, but now you're adding your own custom message. How cool is that? So for those of you that enjoy customality, which specific, like, which specific custom message do you guys use and what do you think about it? So, tweet me at avastzumak5, that avastzumak, personally I love the ABC and D, and here's a reason as to why. In fact, you can just thread that, don't forget to include the hashtag, the marketing experience, I think, by the way, we should also change that addicto marketing experience okay hashtag branda hashtag avast avast thank you so much um moving on we're having the privacy feel wow so i should say this is like one of uh the most interesting parts for this specific show for this specific episode let me explain and in order to explain this i have to give you like to take you guys back 
the early days of Clubhouse when it was out on Android. For those of you who know, I use Android a lot. Now, with Clubhouse, okay, because it was like the main giant from the audio, within the audio side, but then that came up. Most people by the way thought that Clubhouse is a pioneer for the audio content, which is not. Twitter is. And I believe this can be even, this can be a debate. Okay which I'm down to, in case you'd like to debate about this, you know, I'm kidding. But anyways, I would like to hear your perspective in regards, was it Twitter or was it Clubhouse was the main giant behind the introduction for the audio content? Anyways, that was more of an insider feel. So, we had an option on Clubhouse, whereby, I believe it, has, it was even recent. In fact, let me first pause. You guys, let me let me make this public. Every feature that you're seeing on every platform, let, let's just lay it. Let's just lay it out once and for all. Every feature that you'll be seeing on Twitter Spaces, okay. Expect a bite from Clubhouse. Every feature you'll be seeing on Instagram, expect a portion not a bite from TikTok. So let's save it. For those of you that understood what I'm referring to, you got that right. So we had an option like fast forward whereby you could have a private room with your colleagues. I mean, this was even way back. Uh, let's say you're having a private room with let's say 10 of your colleagues. Private one where you can discuss. I mean, we had one for about three hours when we're just when we were talking about the different things. Um, in fact, it was a conversation with the, the Fitbit team whereby we're talking about uh, the debate, which basically talked about Billie Eilish is a new uh, collab with uh, that she was going to release within the sneaker world. So it was a big conversation. Anyways. That was more of a private conversation. So, we're having the same thing on uh, Twitter, okay? And um, it's centered around the privacy field. So initially, in order to have a private room on, on Twitter, you either had to have a private account, okay? Or more so, you had to have your, your space happening, but then, as people joined, then you had to kick them out or make it public that this is a, a test room. And there are mainly two reasons why you would normally need a private space. Mainly, number one, you're testing out. Okay? So basically, you're doing some tests. Or more so, it's more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation that you don't you wouldn't want other people to be part of. It makes perfect perfect sense. So Twitter is bringing that whole experience that now you can just choose to make your whole space private and can be accessed with only a few people. Let's say your followers, okay, which is an option that you see while creating that's while while creating the whole space. I mean that was I believe that has been like that has been like one of the biggest things that I've been yearning for a while to have on Twitter. 
that okay if at all I had an option if at all I had an alternative to make this space private but now having it it's by the way it's coming out so, so don't be surprised um moving on automated campaigns um I don't know why I always have mixed feelings to the automated campaigns. Personal I feel campaigns or ads in the ads in general should have manual and full control. With automatic with the automatic route, you're limited out. Okay? So with the let's say with the instagram ads if you took the automatic creation giving instagram a certain percentage this applies even to facebook this applies to any platform okay this applies to any platform that lets you create automatic campaigns you you leave you're giving out another percentage for your campaigns the platform you'll say why well, I thought that would be a good way to even increase my audience personal I have mixed feelings you can clarify about this you guys person here is what I feel that every time you're giving let's say Instagram full control over your campaign you're being limited and here's my simple psychology behind it First of all, Instagram is controlling. As I've said, this applies to all, all platforms that are mainly using it for Instagram because I had this question, you know, the in interactions and questions, more of a consultation call that I had this week. Okay? So, you're giving Instagram full control despite them having access to the budget to spend on the campaigns. At the same time, you're giving them campaign to the audience that they can give you. So Instagram has like the leverage to limit it out because you need to come and spend money. And I know there are many, there are tons and tons of people that you know do this because it's easy. It doesn't stress you out a lot. I can totally understand. Okay, but you need full access to your campaigns. Failure to do so. You won't be surprised with the results you get. You won't. Because you're limited. You're giving out a certain percentage to Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Giving a, a slight percentage, which you don't. When you're creating your campaign, you need to own it from the very beginning in order to evaluate and see the results as they're performing out. Very simple and direct. So. I'm not going to dive in depth with that because it will be more of a repetitive task but it's just it just makes more clarity with what I'm trying to refer to. Place and place. Unless you're really conscious that every time you do automated campaigns they perform to their best, then go so. Like, take that path. If you don't, please don't. I wouldn't like you wasting and burning any campaign. As a matter of fact, I hate burning advertising budgets. Like literally, I hate burning. So stop. Okay? Please stop. 
if you don't know what to do feel free to dm me then we'll jump on a consultation call free of charge thank you um moving on i would like to talk about uh, the content creation now i'm going to make this brief because apparently this podcast is going to be very long as i had promised Michelle i had promised i believe it will be like in one hour and like about 20 to not to 30 minutes i wouldn't want us to even reach 20 minutes nonetheless um content creation is quite easy when you know what to do i didn't give it too much thoughts but let me explain Whenever you create anything, whenever you create anything irrelevant, you get irrelevant results. Let me ask one question to you guys. I mean, even you can't stop listening from this after hearing this question. Then you go create content for a month, you come back, tell me how the results were. So, if you went out, let's say, on Instagram for this case, let's say you shared a nice image for your body whether those were your abs breasts and so on and so forth whom do you think you would attract that's a question oh if you went and let's say um you shared your posts about your products your phone your sneakers and so on whom do you think you would attract so that comes down to the content creation side have shared sneakers then I'm more likely to attract people who are interested in sneakers but for the most time it's not that, it's, it's not that direct because we do not have a solo understanding for our audiences and I stand with you guys because it's really too much work because first of all you do not own that audience Yes, they are following you, but you don't, do not own them. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, they own them. Like literally, you guys own you. I don't own you. So long as I do not have you in my database, I do not own you. Okay? That's why most cases you are advised to have your own separate channels. Whether that's a website, whether that's a mailing list. Because you do not have to solely rely on the channel itself so the main essence is with your own contact you can always look at the analytics see what specific kind of audience you have let's do this right now in real time i'm holding a pen in my right hand and um the team is actually laughing because i really do this so write down after looking at your data which you can check out at any time then see your largest demographics let's say 18 to 34 not down the majority let's say females okay that okay let's say i'm having 18 to 34 and they are females they live within the central region and so on and so forth and then they are more they they engage the most with real videos which are more fun i mean that, that sounds more of basic, but I, that I can guarantee majority of you listening, you never really go down to this because it's the boring side, but it always works out. So, after you having that, then try creating content that follows into that category. Like you try, create it for a month and you'll be good to go. 
comes down to what I say. The type of content you create attracts a type of audience that you attract. But it doesn't always work out like that because you don't, do not have that audience. You do not have, you do not know who your audience are. You do not. Simple and period. So, before you start complaining, okay, focus down and see how your content is performing. Look at the data. Above all, make some audiences like expand. I talked about that in uh, the previous episode when I where I talked about almost every objective. I believe it was even the first segment. Every objective in your business in 2020 should be focused on expanding your contact database. Like just expand it from 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, 900. For the reasons I've shared, you having 1 million followers, 100, 300 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That name own those. Facebook can collapse anytime Instagram can collapse. You can even lose access to that. Then you've lost everything. Okay, so have a contact database. Emails, I prefer emails, but depends on the nature of your business that you're having. For numbers, work the best. So on. So whenever you're having a contact, you can refer to it at any time. Whenever you refer to it, you can make educated and better decisions. So I believe that was worthful and really important. So allow me to talk about the rough side of prospecting, hunting clients, and so on and so forth, which is dear small, dear business owners, please stop attracting cheap clients. Now, when I say cheap, it might sound it might sound somehow wrong, but let me explain. When I say cheap, I'm referring to people who are in potential fit financially to your products and services. Now I'm one of those I'm one of the optimistic type of people. But my time is more worthful. So present your offer to people who will buy. Don't compete on price. Never compete on price. Compete on what you and people who are always willing to buy or support whatever you're trying to build or trying to share with them are the people that find it more valuable. I mean, even the cheap guys might find it valuable, but they can't afford it. Simple. So, stop looking for cheap clients. Please stop. I made this. In fact, I've just recently made this. When I spent time for about like 200 prospects, one potential fee. And there's one quick solution. Look for high-end clients that have a budget for what you're trying to offer. That's more of a business advice, but it works best. Trust me. At the top, there isn't too much noise because everyone is trying to move. Easy guys. And you know what the funniest thing is? Cheap guys always ask for the most. Like literally, they will, clients are clients who will ask for literally for everything. I mean, I've worked with cheap clients in the past. I don't want to work with them. They ask for the most. Like literally for, the, for everything. But they 
pay pennies. You don't want to work with clients like those because you're putting in too much time and, just, and it's not worth it. Above all, it's hard to get results. Like it's hard to get results. Imagine running a campaign with a limited budget. How hard it would be for you to get those results. I mean, I, if at one point, I ran into, I overspent my own, within my own budget. And I had to cover up for a campaign because working with a cheap client. So, stop looking for cheap clients. Look for any clients. Um, whenever you're monitoring your objectives, to focus on objective-based analytics like let's say right now you opened up your Twitter and looked at analytics don't look at everything because it's too much confuse your whole brain measure what you only need to measure I'm just keeping this simple if you want to look at how many visits profile visits you had focus on that don't look at the other stuff stress you out like just keep it simple but okay i need to see how many people clicked the link first focus on the link put much of your time to the link and then figure out how to make that work the most next time rather than you wanting to know how many people clicked at the same time you're looking to see how many people commented like those are those are two different variants you're confusing yourself at the highest order. So, at all costs, please focus on objective analytics. Like if I told you want to know how many people clicked, understand how that, that translates into the analytics world. How many people clicked, click, click through it. How many people watched. Then you focus on that. Don't look at the other stuff, it will confuse your brain. You wouldn't want to be confused with analytics. Trust me that data science, one of the lucrative industries, is one of the boring ones. And mostly when you don't know when you don't know what to do, what what you do. So whenever you're looking at data, mainly for your social media or even other marketing, to marketing oriented elements. Focus on objectives. Is it results? Is it clicks, replies, comments, retweets, shares, shares? Like what is that? Then focus on that. Then you can narrow down. Very simple. And in addition to this, you don't need a sophisticated tool like to really measure this. I see many people who spend like three hours just browsing to find which tool I can use and all in one tool. Yet every platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like name it, has its own section where you can have a look at the data. So stop wasting time whereby you're not measuring your data with an excuse that you can't find a tool to do that for you. Use the inbuilt tools. Facebook has its own native tool. You can check out the Facebook Creators tool. Instagram, you can use the Facebook Creator tool. 
Twitter does Twitter the same YouTube and all and so on and so forth. So I don't have a tool to do this. That's an excuse. That's completely an excuse for you not to take any action at all. Focus on using the native tools. Facebook has its own Twitter used. Like these platforms have their own tools that you can use rather than you waiting and then not doing anything. You know, not taking any action is the worst thing you can do. Like the worst harm you can do to yourself. Okay? So, lastly, I want to finalize with TikTok. So, for I believe now six episodes, but not in a raw format. I've been talking about TikTok fully embracing her desk, the desktop side. And once again, as I as I said, by the way, I didn't talk about this, and I'm just uncovering it right now. By the way, this was this wasn't even planned for this specific episode. That um, remember when I talked about you being in position to post content directly from the desktop side using the Instagram. Well, that was, I've just realized it was a mock-up from TikTok because you can post TikTok, TikTok, TikTok content from desktop, from the desktop side. Now you have that same thing on Instagram. I mean, you know where I'm heading with this and I wouldn't want to go there. Nonetheless, uh, with TikTok, it made some changes. So a while back, we had an alternative where you could schedule posts within TikTok desktop mode, schedule them, but apparently for, for no specific reason, we had lost touch of that. And personally, at first I thought that was a glitch, but it came to be true. But now we have that, so I can schedule content from TikTok, the desktop module. Okay, you also have a replay. You have a replay for your content, how it's playing out as you're finishing upload it you also have the thumbnail option which you know it's even act is is already active on the mobile side but you're having it and you're seeing it on the desktop side um a lot of uh, desktop related oriented stuff i would advise you to check out tiktok the desktop machine side to have real-time data please help me post out at least one TikTok using your desktop machine, then you tag me at Avast Zoom. I'll be in position to see your post and refer to it. So, I want to say thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. It has been very long. I believe we've never done anything long like this. Like, I believe the only episode that has ever been this long has been was episode one, the initial episode but then we're having this as like the second long episode wow amazing so thanks so much for listening and as i said at the very beginning record a voice note in regards to this specific episode like basically everything you've been noting down record it the team will be in position to review it also don't forget to give us a five star rating subscribe and invite your friends to the to do the same and if you want to continue this conversation please and please follow me at avastzumak5 on twitter we can proceed in case you need 
marketing related help that is from the agency world still you can tweet me or just directly tweet us at redial media that is on our twitter handle and be sure to check that uh, podcast notes for related links for mainly anything that has been talked about in this specific episode until then stay safe and i'll see you in the next episode stay safe and that was the marketing experience podcast from Brenda. make sure to subscribe on google podcast apple podcast radio public spotify and wherever you listen your podcast from it would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and invited your friends to do the same.